everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everybody, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 533. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ronma S. I am Mako-chan. And I'm Ichigogami. And normally Ari would be joining us, but he has to work a mid-shift. So if he's around, he'll probably be hanging out in the chat. If not, he's on his way home from work. So enough about all of that. How is everybody doing tonight? Yeah. Murder. You have been, I mean, you, uh, innocent until guilty. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> Ichigo, you must have been watching Michelle's uh, Persona 5 streams, haven't you? Uh, I don't know about that kind of stuff, but I've been fighting a computer for the last five days. Fair. And I always say that because as she's played through Persona 5, she voices all of the characters in the game, which makes it fun. And she yeah. ad-libs for Haru. And she does, and she has Haru and a sweet singing voice saying murder all the time. It's freaking hilarious. I mean, that's definitely my vibe, though. Basically, dressed to the nines, wanting to murder. Yeah, yeah, about that. that that's pretty much my flavor. <laughs> that explains the machete behind you, doesn't it? Pickaxe, mace. I mean, any medieval weaponry really works in this instance. <laughs> I hear that shit. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. All right. Anywho, let me, let me fix this real quick so there's no... There we go. Perfect. Anywho, we are live week of February 8th, 2022, right here on Twitch TV. You can find us here every Tuesday from 9 to 10.30 p.m., here at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. And don't forget, we're part of the Voice of Geeks Network. And you can find more information about them at vognetwork.com. And they also stream on Twitch. You can find them at Twitch TV slash Network. They kick things off Sundays at 8 p.m. with uh, Bobby Blackwolf Show, followed by Orange Lounge Radio at 9. And don't forget, hang out with us in Discord. Uh, Vognetwork.com slash Discord. Every show that's part of the Voice Geeks Network has their own channel. So come through, hang out, and have a good time. And there's Ari there. He's like, I'm trying to watch this on my phone. Operative word, try. The connection at my work is atrocious. Bro, if I run Twitch on my phone, it's, it's atrocious. I don't know why. It's Everything else is fine. I can stream audio YouTube, all that. I fire up Twitch, the shit gets kicked down to 480p, of, and, and it's just buffers. I'm like, you know what? Forget it. At that point, I just turn it to radio mode, and I just roll with the punches, so. Oh, man. Oh. We have some great stuff to tell y'all about tonight. Some interesting stories, some interesting articles, and I think you all should take a listen and pay attention. Now, before we get into that, um, we're going to go around the room, uh, ask everyone how was their week, how was their day. Mako-chan! Yes? How was your week and how was your day? Um, not bad. That's good. Uh, I very much did nothing this weekend. Um, mm, I like the sound of that. Well, yeah, I, I basically, I gave myself a three, uh, a, a three-day weekend, um, just so that I had time to myself 
and, uh, you know, could celebrate my birthday and do nothing. Sounds, so, sounds good. Hmm? I do that. Yeah. Um, so, so we happen to be out doing stuff on Saturday anyway, mm-hmm. and we passed the local animal shelter. And we had to drop off stuff because they do donations. They take donations for uh, towels and blankets right, and right. things like mm-hmm. that. So when we were dropping stuff off, <clears throat> I stopped in. I said, I know you need an appointment for, you know, to, to um, adopt. I mm-hmm. said, but I was just wondering if, uh, if you had any time available, if I could get back to see one of the cats. So she's like, um, I'm not sure. Uh, hold on one second. She's like, I have openings for tomorrow, which would be Sunday. So that's fine too. Yeah. But she's like, um, the guy that usually is handling the cats, he's not in tomorrow. So let me see if he has, he, if he has time and, you know, I'll see if he can take it back. Mm-hmm. So long story short, I adopted a cat. <laughs> uh, ergo, ergo, another <laughs> mouth to feed. Yeah, so I have, well, I mean, I've been looking at her for a while. Um, She's a tortoiseshell, Mm -hmm. so torties are very notorious for being extremely shy. Um, And that's usually bad when they're in shelters because people don't really want shy cats. They want the cat that as soon as you walk into the room, they come at you and they meow and they want to be pet and, you know, they're interactive I've had tortoiseshells before, so I know how they react. So I specifically, knowing that she'd been in the shelter for as long as she had been, wanted her, and I wanted to get her out. So I um, I did get my little kitty, and uh, she's currently hiding in the bathroom. She's mm-hmm. in the bathtub right now. She is very shy. Um, Damien is not very happy right now. Of course not. He, he will warm up. He has in the past warmed up to the other cats, um, when I was living with my cousins. So I know that he will eventually warm up and things will be fine on that end. Um, I'm just, you know, she's currently sitting in the bathtub in the dark. Um, I do know that she was actually walking around last night. Um, she was walking around this morning. She actually made a couple of little chirping noises this morning. So, you know, I do know that she actually makes noise. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's, you know, she's going to be very shy for a while. And I'm not obsessed or anything, but I named her Castiel. Of course you did. And I'm going to call her Cassie. Of course you are. Yeah, because, you know, if, if I'm not completely obsessed with Supernatural, I'm completely obsessed with a uh, tr- trickster archangel. Um, but yeah, so uh, that's my little Cassie. And I'm not obsessed. Obsessed is where you, re- where you rewrite the opening words to My Little Pony to My Little Cassie. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Good, did I, I don't have to hit you with a brick. Yeah, no, I, w- I wouldn't do that. But I figure um, since Castiel is a multidimensional wavelength of celestial intent, it does not matter that she is a girl, mm-hmm. um, especially since in the series Castiel has taken a female vessel. Um, so, yeah, um, 
I ha- I have a new cat. Nice, nice, nice. And the old man doesn't like it. No, no, the old man very much does not like me right now. Um, he has uh, since uh, yesterday when I brought her home. Um, he has come into my room once long enough to jump up on the bed and hiss at me before running away. Damien's like, first, the other cats I tolerate are gone. You leave me alone all the time. You've moved me to a new house. I, 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 you bring a mouth breeder in my domain. What's the matter with you? Yeah, well, he'll get used to her, and hopefully she'll get used to everything. Uh, hopefully quicker than I'm anticipating. Mm. Because I'm anticipating her hiding for a while. Yeah, because you don't need to call Jackson Galaxy for cat help. Well, no, she's been she's been at the shelter for over a year. Mm-hmm. That's why I wanted specifically her because, you know, she's been stuck there. Right. But, you know, she's been a year getting used to the same handlers, you know, getting used to the cats that are there, used to, you know, the areas that she plays in. So it's a big change for, you know, a shy cat after a year. Mm -hmm. True, true. And Slime Boy says Jackson Galaxy sells his fur serum. Might help. I don't know. Um, actually, my vet also sells one. Uh, it helps with uh, anxiety. It's usually used for um, when they travel, but it does help them with anxiety and uh, makes them a little bit mellow. Um, I don't know that it would, you know, help with that. Damien just needs some cat weed. He'll be eyed. <laughs> Damien, Damien would be fine. <laughs> Damien will be, f- D- Damien, I don't have any worry about. I just don't want her to stay hidden. Right, right. And I totally get that. So hopefully maybe in the next couple of weeks we, we'll, we'll hear her in the background or you'll put her up on the, on the table and the camera will be on her. Yeah, I mean, if I can, if I can get her to actually come out and you know want to actually somewhat be touched. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fair enough. Ichigo, how was your week? How was your day? How have you been? Well, I feel like you should know more than anyone, Ranma. Well, I do, but it's our fans <laughs> that don't, you know. Ah. Uh... So, a saga as old as time. Um, For any of you that know me, you know that I am a tech enthusiast Mm -hmm. of the most righteous order and um, have since been dealing with a lot of fun and exciting and new and murderous. I mean, uh, interesting and fun new things. Um, So, if anybody is into tech... I was hit by the chipset issue from AMD, which meant that all my USB devices, my Bluetooth, and my internet connectivity would all go down at the same time. So fun, am I right? Mm. (laughs) So, um, I had to do all that on top of the other stuff that I've been dealing with with this rig. 
And it just so happens that um, the AIO is going out. So like my liquid cooling system is going out. And so I basically almost fried my CPU, which for those of you in chat who are techies are probably peeing your pants right now. And uh, yeah, so that's been fun. Uh, and by fun, I mean a capital F me. Mm. Uh, that's been my, my life for the past week. Um, hopefully I'll be able to replace my AIO and that will be the end of that. And since it's basically a new computer, uh, I hope it lasts. That's good. My so we're, we're hoping for positives. We're, we're overall hoping for positives. As am I. And I will say, after we kind of took it to social media, somebody else jumped on, on the tweet and was having similar problems as you. Oh, I, I haven't had a chance yeah. to check the tweet yet. I can tell you one thing, though. <laughs> I, Gotta love lip service from a large manufacturer. I did give them the same advice I gave you, so I do hope that works out. Well, we'll I'll I'll chime in if I pop back on Twitter. Anyway, I hope everybody in chat is doing well. Mm. Hydrate, chat. I'm hydrating you. You got to hydrate. Be, 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 be. Hydrate. Um, and this is for chat and for us. That's cool. Um, but yeah, that's that's how it's been. And and let me give y'all a word of advice. If you're buying any type of electronic device or electrical appliance. Do not buy it with your debit card. Buy it with a credit card. The reason why is a lot of times if you buy something electronics with your debit card, even though you run it as credit, you may not get an extended warranty on it. If anything, you might get anywhere between 30 to 90 days. A credit card, on the other hand, you'll probably get anywhere from 90 days to one year on top of that. And a lot of times... They will tell you when you have to go to the credit card company, ship it to the credit card company or to the manufacturer, and they'll either send you a, they'll cut you a check, or they'll send you a gift card, or you'll just see like a massive credit on your on your next statement or something like that, you know. And to go back to what Mako Chan is working on, Cedar Beery says, "My most recent cat took a few months to get comfortable, and now she bullies the dog." <laughs> That's a good cat. My weekend day has been the same. Work has been good. Can't complain. Every week, every every Saturday, I'm at the gym working out. And last Saturday, got my ass handed to me because the Saturday before that was a big snowstorm, so I couldn't go. So had to catch up for that. Um, went and got nose probed. So just so you know, I got to get probed every week until they say otherwise. And Sunday, Ari came up and we rebuilt his computer. It's now a beastly machine. It's now a lot more powerful than mine, which I am perfectly okay with. Any computer that I build, I try to make the machine more powerful than what I have. And I think that's more than fair. Now, we did have to go back to Micro Center and get a brand new case. His old case, which is down here, when I went to put the AIO in, it wouldn't fit. He has a he has a mini tower, so a mid tower. It wouldn't fit. So we got him a bread box PC. So everything is in there. It's fine. He's running Windows 11. Shin Mercury is up and running. As for me, my machine Daitenshi. Um, 
I'm going to get a brand new video card probably sometime in March or April. And then when AMD announces the 6000 series, I, you, I will be just like the rest of the nerds online at Micro Center waiting to buy parts and calling it calling out um, a sick day. <laughs> That's going to be fun. Um, I also did my usual like Valentine's Day thing where I just mail a bunch of cards out. They're sitting here. I just need to print the labels, put stamps on them and send them on their merry little way. Um, another thing, um, as you know, I do collect, I have a nice collection of figurines. Behind this door here, there's like a whole bunch that are still in boxes because I don't have room for them. And over there, off camera, is a display case of my figurines. Some of you have seen them. Now, I ordered, I pre-ordered the limited edition rarity multicolored one. And I, when I got it, I actually cracked it open because I wanted to take it out put it together, take a few pictures, and put it back in the box. And again, I don't really have space to put it on display, which is why they're back in the box. When I went to assemble it, I don't know how this happened, but right out of the freaking box, this was sealed. The, the pegs on the rarity figure that goes onto the support plate, the pegs were broken off into the support plate. And I'm just like, how the hell does that even happen? And I'm like, I'm not going to use no sticky glue, no clarity. No, I sent it back. I have the replacement. I'll open that up later on when we do geek round table. So, you know, so that's all there is. Um, let's see. Yeah, that's basically the, the, the long and short. Uh, the old parts from Ari's machine are sitting right here and I'm going to build a mini server so I can start having additional backups of the show as well as backups of photos and videos from conventions and so forth and have like a nice little section for streaming stuff you know to to my to my devices in the corner so that's basically how my weekend day has been all right we're going to skip ahead to housekeeping uh don't forget every episode of anime jam session uh for the last year is available on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash anime jam session. Uh, look for the playlist podcast VODs. All the episodes are there. So if you want to look for an episode uh, past a two week period, that's on Twitch. That's where you go. Um, let's see. What else do we have here? Uh, don't forget to check out the pro shop at vognet.com slash shop. Uh, check out some cool Vogue OLR Bobby Blackwolf merch. Soon there'll be some OLR uh, anime jam session merch in there as well. So definitely check that out. And we have some upcoming conventions. Um, right now, we have two on our list. Uh, Zenkai Con, March 25th to the 22nd, 2022, in Lancaster, uh, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And RetroCon, September 24th to the 25th, uh, 2022, at the Oaks Convention Center in Oaks, uh, Pennsylvania. And the only reason why I'm going to that one is because Venus Terzo is going to be there and I need her to sign my Ronma one half art book. <laughs> I know I will never be able to get all of the Ronma one half dubbed voice actors to sign, but at least it's something. See, so, so far I, uh, Kathy Westluck, Westluck has signed it. Uh, Kappa Yamaguchi has signed it. Um, Inui Kikuo has signed it, you know. 
So now I'll have Venus. Maybe if maybe if I'm lucky, sometime in, in another convention with more guests. Who knows? We'll see what happens. So I'm kind of happy about that. So moving right along. Uh, here's the part of the show that we talk about our more of our nerdier aspects of our life. Um, Geek Roundtable. We talk about the geekier things in life. So, Mako-chan, the floor is yours. Don't light it up. Actually, actually um, it is not armed, I should say. Mm. Uh, but yeah, um, going and showing that I actually do have things that are not supernatural related. Um, <laughs> some asshole I know got me this lighter a um, couple years back now. And uh, it, yeah, so it is a Jupiter inspired. Um, it actually is a. Uh, what I'm assuming is Jupiter symbol inside of the uh, uh, Sailor Moon's locket. Yes. Yeah. So it is a Zippo. It does not have fuel in it right now. It did at one time, but unfortunately these things, if you do not keep them fueled, they uh, evaporate. Yeah. It evaporates. So it's been a while since I put fuel in it. I do have fuel somewhere for it. Um, but yeah, it is it is a real Zippo-esque lighter. And uh, yeah, some asshole got it engraved for me. Mm. <laughs> I don't know who this asshole is, but make sure you play some Metallica when you, fit, when you put fuel in it. Why? Because you got to give me fuel. <sighs> <laughs> Punny. <laughs> uh, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna go now. <laughs> Exit stage right. Yeah, that that was just that was yeah. <laughs> All right, Ichigo, what have you been working on during uh your, your last week or two? Well, besides fighting the depths of hell of mm. computer tentacles, mm. um have been working on many cosplays as most of you who are cosplayers in our lovely community um, I know that you're probably suffering just as much as I am the fact being isolated and not having a lot of events to go to um, so I have been putting through a lot of work and effort to make a dent in my stash and for mm. any cosplayer, any vetted crafter, any creative prop maker out there i know you i know that you have a stash of things that is expiring getting ready to go bad maybe it's been in your stash for a while maybe there are some skills you can practice yes this is uh, your mama ichigo calling you out <laughs> and saying break into your stash um I have been working on a few cosplay. Uh, obviously, y'all know that I've been working on Macrophage, Macrophage. Uh, we've got Gamer Girl X in chat sewing at this moment. Hell yeah, hype Yay. in chat for sewing. Well, is it Katsucon this weekend or next weekend? Katsucon is this weekend. Uh, Please yes. do not crunch yourselves into oblivion, my little lovelies. This... Please take care of yourselves. Please, especially at this point in time, there are so many touch surfaces and surfaces that are going to be licked out of stupid mm -hmm. trolling jokes mm -hmm. at cons mm -hmm. this weekend. Oh. Wait, that, like... it, no, it's next weekend. Next weekend. 
Oh, yeah, it's the 18th. Yeah. But still, I know y'all are crunching. I know your cats are crunching. I know you're on that cereal shit. Don't start with me. (laughs) See, this is the part where, you know, you share the picture of the Avengers pointing at you, and and the caption says, you should be sewing. Yeah. So, um, and obviously, uh, also, like, mental health. Like, take care of yourselves. If you don't finish the costume in time, don't stress it out. There will always mm-hmm. be events. There will always, mm-hmm. always be photo shoots. There will always be things that you can have fun and do with your friends at a later time. Exactly. Like, your health is is pinnacle this year. Um, but I'm working on a few costumes. So I've got hyperdimensional Neptunia that I'm working on. Um, I've got uh, also uh, Sakizo is an artist that's very fairly popular in a lot of the fancier costume kind of crowd. And I'm working on the Cinderella from the collection of, of princess artwork that was put out. Uh, so, yeah, I'm just having a lot of fun with it. Um, it this Oh, this is Superb Owl Weekend. Yes, yep. we do love our sur- Superb Owls and their little little chicken tendy legs when they run away. See, um, here's the thing. Mako will be too busy watching the, the, the kitty bowl. Yeah, the ki- kitty bowl and the puppy bowl. Oh. Yeah, I have to, I have to find them streaming. Oh, I can hook you up with that. Okay. But yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I've just been doing a lot of cosplay stuff. That's what I'll be working on pretty much all week on my stream. Mm. So if you want to chime into that on 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, plug, plug, plug. Um, yeah. And, and let's be real. Most of us are... are see, now that, that, that the uh, Patriots didn't even make it to the Super Bowl, most of us are just watching just for the commercials, so... But um, for me, I've caught up with Demon Slayer. I'm caught up with my with my dress up darling, and Ichigo. You need to sit down and watch that anime. I think you. I've watched the first okay. three episodes. I did. I did All the right. thing. Uh, you should be proud of me. It's very cute. Mm-hmm. I like it already. I just, I I can't find the fourth episode because uh, I I think is is it fun? Yes, it's fun. It's fun. It cut me off. It's Funimation. It cut and- me off. Completely, they were like, so, "No more free episodes for you." So, ba- like, so, Damn it. so basically, they, they they cut off the vein for you, you know? Yeah, they were just like they ripped the IV right out, and I was like, "Dang it! I love my anime crack is cheaper." Yeah, it's um, on Crunchyroll and Funimation. So okay, so I'm gonna check it out on Crunchyroll then. There you go, there you go, and, it, and like I said, that that's that's you and your hubby, kinda sorta. It is. I- think it's so much me and my hubby as it is the two dynamics of myself true like i think you, that if yes you, if you had if my you had husband a twin has sister. some aspects of the male character because mm-hmm. he's shy and he's quiet but i feel like that's also me mm-hmm. if you knew me growing up i was that shy nerdy kid mm-hmm. who always carried the book the sketchbook around with me and had it as like a security blanket that, so like that's yeah. just the dynamic of the leo that is me but yeah, that was me in junior high when we had to do home ec. That was me. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great anime. If you this haven't had a chance to check out my dress up, darling, it's very cute. I mean, I want I kind of want to go back and rewatch my girlfriend's a gal. I really love that anime. But um, I didn't mean to like jump in there. Please continue. Go ahead. Oh, you're done? You were just talking about how you finished it up and everything. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay, so I'm caught up with those. Um, My my company is working on something in regards to anime, and I kind of hope 
it works out in a positive way to help people. That's all I can really say. But for those of you who know where I work, y'all can understand. And we'll just leave it at that. Um, here it is. Here is the box with, um, with Rarity. We're going to crack this puppy open and see, how, and see and make sure that it is correct. I do like how it was packed. Um, this was packed a lot better than the panty and stocking DVD that I got. Okay. All right. I will say the box does look a little bit nicer than the other one. All right, it is sealed. Crack it open. All right. One thing about these figurines, they, they also tape them around the sides too, so. I almost feel like we need to have like dramatic music or a drum roll. Hype drum roll, chat. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to I'm going to have to add that to the soundboard for next for for future reference. That's what I'm going to have to do. So let's see. All right. Now let's take a look. Here it is, still in the plastic, as it should be. Now we're gonna take it out. Oh wait, there's a piece of tape up here. Let me. Grab that. Done. All right. All right. Let's take a look. There we go. Huh. How about them apples? It's set up perfectly. I am happy. I am pleased. I will be taking pictures of this later and posting it on my personal Facebook. And I might throw a couple of them onto my fan page. There we go. And the funny thing is, what made no sense, if you notice, the figurine came fully assembled, all set. The rarity figure was in a separate bag for some reason when I disassembled, when I took it all out. That made absolutely no sense. It came like that directly from the manufacturer. That is crazy. All right. Now that we got that out the way, let's get into some normal news. Um, Ichigo, what is going on with Magic the Gathering and Hatsune Miku? All right, you slobbering magic fanboys and <laughs> Miku fan folks. Um, <laughs> magic the Gathering's new expansion is getting a visual novel and mm. a Hatsune Miku song. The Kamigawa Neon Dynasty expansion is coming to life with new tie-ins. Earlier this week, Wizards of the Coast announced that virtual pop star Hatsune Miku would collaborate with Magic the Gathering. The team-up, in honor of the upcoming Kamigawa Nyan Dynasty expansion, went live yesterday. A brand new song was written especially for the cyberpunk setting. Titled Connected, the song is composed by songwriter and remixer Muak. And while it looks like there are no plans for Miku to appear in the expansion itself, the music video shows that she'd fit right in. 
that's not all Wizards of the Coast has in store either. They've just announced a tie-in visual novel simply titled Kamigawa, a visual novel. How apt. Mm. That will let you explore the futuristic setting of an Imperial Samurai mission. The game comes to us from YRS Truly, who are no stranger to Magic the Gathering. The group promoted Innistrad Midnight Hunt with the Light Conspiracy arc build an interactive school of magic in Gather, and ran a contest to crown the world's okayest magic player from a group of streamers who don't play the game. The new VN promises a gameplay where your choices do matter, a look at lots of locations around Kamigawa, and side quests featuring cameos from familiar faces. Available starting on February 9th, it will take MTG players back to the brightly lit world where ninja and samurai fight in a cyberpunk setting. The set is available for pre-order already and it comes out officially on February 18th. MTG Arena players get the expansion sooner as it goes live in-game on February 10th. Uh, so if you're really into MTG and Miku, you gotta get on that. You know, I kind of wish I still had all my magic cards. There's a binder in my in my storage closet there where the calendar is, where I have a bunch of st cards from 20-plus years ago, but they're mostly commons. I mean, I had, like, three decks. I had, like, a box full of cards. You know, I lost them all when I moved, so. I think the only cards that I think I still have are a bunch of titans I got that mm -hmm. were promos when yep. I used to work as a magic card uh uh, supplier. Mm -hmm. I mean, seller. I mean, uh, so you couldn't you couldn't sell promo cards. So they obviously had to get rid of them at some point, and I just inherited a few titans. So I think I still have like ice titans and fire titans and earth titans and stuff. I used to love the angel decks, and I used to love the um, like the ethereal decks and like the I like swamp decks. Those mm -hmm. are kind of fun. I used to have a Thrall infantry deck based around Fallen, uh, fallen Empires. Mmm, that's a good one. So, but yeah, so in chat, if you guys had a favorite MTG deck or if you still play, let us know what your favorite deck is. So, Ichigo, that wasn't you standing on the corner with sunglasses on and a trench coat when you open it up, there are rare magic cards. Yeah, literally. No, that was me. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to tell you what, though. I'm going to tell you what, though. Magic players, and I, I know if you don't, if you take this personally, you obviously know something about yourself. But most magic players are nice, but m some magic players are assholes. Well, yeah, that can be said in anything. <laughs> but anyway, next up is something that I, I can't. I... Marco, please. <laughs> Yeah, so um, it looks like Monica Real and Jamie Marshy. Wait, it's, I found out it's Marky. Marky? Yeah, she's, that's how she says it on the podcast. Ah, uh, okay. I, I've listened twice. <laughs> so they dropped their first episode of In Touch, which is focusing on the 2019 defamation case filed by fellow voice actor Vic Mignona. Do, 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 do. Yeah. The podcast, which aims to be updated monthly, retells the events from March and Rial's perspective. The 
the first episode lays out the timeline of events from Funimation contacting Mignona about its investigation into allegations of sexual harassment and terminating the company's work relationship with him to Riel and Marchie's first public statements on Twitter. Uh, the podcast website's tongue-in-cheek description reads, Listen to our adventures in talking publicly about being sexually harassed, getting harassed online for talking publicly about being sexually harassed, getting sued for talking publicly about being sexually harassed, having that case against us get thrown out because we're allowed to talk publicly about being sexually harassed, and the further harassment we receive for having a case against us for defamation because we talked publicly about being sexually harassed get thrown out because we're allowed to talk about being sexually harassed. So for those of you that uh, did not listen to when we were actually talking about this, uh, when it was happening, Mm -hmm. um, the lawsuit was against uh, Riel Marchi and Riel's fiance and Funimation was dismissed with prejudice in November of 2019. The judge ruled that Mignona must pay uh, $223,042.42 in attorney's fees to the defendants. The judgment also ordered him to pay uh, $15,000 in sanctions uh, for a total of $238,042.42. Additionally, the judgment listed uh, 287500 in contingent fees that Mignona may have to pay if he chose to appeal. Mignona did file an appeal, and the defendants filed a motion to dismiss the appeal in October 2019. However, due to the pandemic, no further legal proceedings have since taken place. The court found that all all causes of action against all defendants asserted by Mignona were based on, related to, or were in response to the defendant's right to free speech, the right to petition, or the right to association under the TCPA, the state's measure to protect against SLAP, or Strategic Lawsuit Against Public Participation Lawsuits. Over the course of the lawsuit, multiple witnesses and alleged victims of Mignona's sexual advances came forward, including voice actress Cara Edwards, underage con attendees, convention staff, and industry professionals. Mignona has maintained that he is innocent of the allegations against him. And I can say, when it comes to convention staff and industry professionals, I can vouch for that shit. Because I have been told things that I absolutely cannot repeat. Now, think about it. You're being accused of sexual harassment, but you sue your accusers for ruining uh, your career and you owe them a quarter of a million dollars because you actually admit it in the court of law that you harassed them, but you didn't see it as such. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, what bothers me about all of this is the sheer number of assets that have come out of the woodwork screaming that uh, Ma- that uh, Rial and Marky are lying and making this up and that their lord and savior, Vic Mangina, would never do such a thing. There are people on- who are making YouTube videos about this and making money off of this. That, that really sickens me. 
Vulture's gonna vulture. Oh, I know. And they're gonna vomit on themselves. I know. I know. And I'll say, when all it, when I had heard rumblings about Vic being this way, at first I didn't believe it, you know, because for a while he had a change of heart. He was a better person. But, you know, when this came out, I was like, really? And instead of running and saying, you know, defending Vic, I actually took a step back and saw how things started to play out. Because as soon as all of this came to light, all the shit that I heard about him came back up, plus more people. And I said, in good consciousness, I cannot defend this person. I went as far as removing any photos I had with him on my personal and public pages. Uh, we had an interview with him on our YouTube page, and I pulled that. I'm like, no, I, I, I cannot in good consciousness, you know, have that up there. You know, and as I was, and I listened to the podcast twice, and it's really informative. And the thing that they were being accused of, they were accused of lying about this had happened. They were also like, oh, why are you going to say something now? Look, let me, let me tell y'all something. Most of us have probably have been there already. Like, if you're in a lawsuit, if you're going to sue somebody, you're not going to run your mouth about the fucking lawsuit. Because that will come back to you and bite you in the ass. Whether you're suing or you're getting sued, you're not going to say anything until it's your time to say something. And then when all of it's said and done, you get to speak your behalf, you know? And as Ron before 21 says, he has seen me tweet on Twitter. I have called out numerous uh, Vic stands. And it's like, how are you going? How can you sit there? And defend Vic for his actions when you have a mom or an aunt, a girlfriend, a sister, cousin. You wouldn't allow them to let that happen to them, but you're going to sit there and defend Vic? I want you to understand something. Vic is a 60-year-old man. He is two to three years away from collecting social security. The man is old enough to be your grandfather for some of y'all. And you're going to say what he does is perfectly okay? God. And I have said this once, and I have said this countless times. Some of the things that Vic has been accused of, and I say it like that even though the accusals are true. I've been there. I've been accused of doing certain things and saying certain things. The difference between me and Vic is the women on this podcast, along with other women that I know in my life, have called me on my shit multiple times and pointed it out to me till to the point where I'm like, you know what? You're right. This is incorrect. This is wrong. Because similar to Vic... I was raised a certain way. It was okay to say this and say that and do this and do... It was what I was raised. It's how I was raised. It's what I knew. Until others are like, no, you can't do that. This is not okay. This is not acceptable. And it took multiple people until it finally hit me right in the head. Like, you know what? This is unacceptable. The only difference with Vic is that he was raised Southern Baptist. A lot of what 
he's been accused of is perfectly okay in the goddamn Bible. And if you don't believe me, read that shit. You go ahead and you read the Bible and you see some of the shit that's in there. Okay? Alright? And the last thing I'm going to say on this before we move on to other news. If you really believe Vic is innocent, this is what I want you to do. Go to wewillbeintouch.com. That is the website where uh, Jamie and Monica have their podcast. On that site are all of the transcripts of the law of the laws of the of, of the lawsuit. Everything is there. In those transcripts, Vic has admitted to wanting sexual relations with twin underage girls. If you read that. And you're going to say that he said that by accident or he slipped up or this or that. You need to get off of the internet, pick up the phone and speak to a professional help person. Okay. Cause you are under oath. You cannot lie. He straight up said that. And in his mind's eye, he, it was perfectly okay. That is not okay. Shit's mask and anti-vax, you know? There's video of that too. <sighs> Them Christians be some crazy motherfuckers. But anywho, now that we got that out the way, we're gonna talk about Attack on Titan. Alright, if I can just Get it to... There we go. I should have had my background music playing for the rant. I'll probably drop that in in the post-edit. Um, um, Bonds, the website is wewillbeintouch.com and we will have their podcast linked on our website. It'll be linked on my personal website and I'll also have it linked on our Facebook page. And the story, the quick story behind the site we will be in touch after the losses after it was said and done uh vic's lawyer tweeted at uh monica's fiance saying we will be in touch personally i kind of liken to call it the penny and stocking podcast because they voice because they are the voices of penny and stocking anarchy so hmm um, before we get into, I'm going to drop the link also in our chat as well. So check it out. Um, you'll have to download the episode to your portable device to listen to it, or you can watch, listen from the browser. It's not up on like Spotify, Apple podcasts or anything like that. Not just yet, but anywho, let's talk attack on Titan because Toonami is kicking off, uh, the final season part two of the final season in four days. And I actually need to sit down and, and keep watching. Cause I've only watched like the first four episodes of season two till. Ooh, new anime. Ooh, new anime. So the official se the, 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 the season will make its debut as part of the new block lineup this coming Saturday. It's going to be right in between Shenmue, the animation and assassination classroom. So, here is what your, your Toonami lineup's going to be. At, starting from midnight to 3.30 a.m. Shenmue, 
Attack on Titan, Assassination Classroom, Made in Abyss, One Piece, One Piece, One Piece, One Piece, One Piece. I'm just kidding. It's only two episodes of One Piece, followed by Naruto Shippuden and Cowboy Bebop. Personally, that's two episodes too many, but hey, it is what it is. But um, for some people who don't have Crunchyroll or Funimation, the second uh, the second part two of the final season has started a month ago on their respective streaming services. So if you're a fan, might want to start catching up. And as Cedar Beery says, Cowboy Bebop in the classic Insomniac slot. Yeah, if it ain't Cowboy Bebop, it's Inuyasha. And then when you wake up at like 4 a.m. because you fell asleep, uh, you'll either hear um, the ending theme from uh, Inuyasha or uh, the real folk blues, you know? <laughs> as Slime Boy goes, that or Lupin. I know that Sentai Filmworks has the rights to Lupin, so I know that's on High Dive right now. I think they have parts 1, 5, 6, and 7 up there, so... And I believe that'll probably be something Mako-chan's probably going to be doing since she has access to High Dive. Perhaps. Uh-huh. Let's see. Ah, we have some cool stuff to talk about here. Um... Marco, tell them about this upcoming documentary about hand-drawn animations. I don't want to. Petting the cat. Oh, you have to do both. <sighs> Fine. So, Japanese animation legends Mamoru Hosoda, who did Bell Summer Wars, The Girl Who Leapt Through Time, mm -hmm. Mitsuo Iso, who did Denocoil and The Orbital Children, and Toshiyoki Ino, key animator on Akira, Kiki's Delivery Service, Maki, um, Makia, When the Promised Flower Blooms, will be interviewed in Felicity Moreland's hand-drawn documentary, feature-length documentary about hand-drawn animation. The film is currently in post-production and is planned to be released in 2022. On the website, the film is described as um, the hand-drawn documentary is an upcoming feature documentary film all about the current world of hand-drawn animation. Discover the persistence, challenges, and recent resurgence of this art form, evolving through new styles and approaches and efforts from animators from all walks of life from the U.S., Canada, Europe, and Japan. The film examines what continues to draw us to this classic technique. Throughout, we focus on the connections between animator and animation, links between the old and new, to better understand why hand-drawn animation still resonates with us. Um, so there are over 40 animators that have been interviewed for this uh, project. Um, you get to hear from lesser-heard animators as well as classic animators. Um, and those that are closer to, um, and those that uh, have been inspired uh, for in, in the world of hand-drawn animation. So uh, in order to complete the project, Moreland is raising funds on the crowdfunding platform Motion Gallery. And let's see, it is currently at... Uh, 
it has been met. Nice. Yes. So its initial goal was 1 million yen. So it has met the 1 million yen. It is actually at uh, 2.2 million yen at this point. So uh, this is definitely something that is going to be happening. Um, They have a bunch of different slots. Um, Unfortunately, it is all in Japanese. So uh, you would have to try and find... I wonder if there's an English site for this. Uh, Well, if you click on the actual site itself... it. There is some English information there, so. And yeah, 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 the site by default is, I can tell, I guess it's English. I don't know, the site that I pulled up was in Japanese. I had to transfer it over to English. Mm, Maybe, well, I have a plugin, but it's just sitting there not doing anything. It's just... just Yeah, I had to actually turn my plugin on. Mm, Maybe, yeah, it could, yeah. But yeah, so there are 51 days left. They've already met their um, their target goal. So at this point, it is going to be happening. Uh, and everything is, you know, this this only started, um, you know, for I think February 1st it started. Okay. Or January 1st. Either way, it's happening. Um, I'm kind of excited. Uh, yeah, let me see. So with so you get an online preview and then the bonus video and stuff like that at 5,000 yen. And then it looks like at 10,000 yen you get a DVD signed by the director. Nice. Yeah, so for 3,000 yen, you get an online preview viewing right for a limited time. Obviously, um, yeah. Hold on here. Wait, what the hell is going on here? What in God's name? Okay, there's going to be some audio dropout around this because for some reason, my computer decided not to detect my mixer. And I really hope That's it's... That's fun. I know. exciting. I know. I really hope it's not the cable that I bought because I bought a, like a, like a gold-plated <laughs> USB cable to run it right off mm. of the... Um, 
the specialty USB 3 ports. I might just pop it into another port afterwards and just see what the heck's going on. So, you know. And karaoke night. Um... Zenkai Con? I, I don't know. Discord! Discord party night! Let's do it! I We could. I could see that, you know. You can invite Kuro Hikari. I probably won't sing. I'll just probably just sit there and watch y'all and eat my popcorn, you know. Now, that was absolutely crazy. I'm going to have to edit that out. Sorry. That's okay. Well, getting into uh, fandom music, I guess. Mm. Um, for our lovely Pokeheads or Pokemans or... What do you guys call yourself? Pokemon come Pokemon Pro games on Wednesday. The site allows users to download and use the game's original soundtracks in specific non-commercial contexts outlined in its guidelines. The service additionally offers playlists and a sampling section featuring remixes of the game's music. My Way to Glory by Generations from Exile Tribe member Alan Shirahama, which reinterprets the Pokemon Center and the Trainer Battle themes. The original soundtrack was also uploaded to the official English YouTube channel, which you can view on their channel on YouTube. The sound library service was first released in Japan on December 24th of last year, and the original Pokemon Diamond and Pokemon Pearl games launched for the DS in Japan in 2006 and in the West in 2007. The Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Pokemon Shining Pearl remake games launched in 2021. Pokemon Legends Arceus launched worldwide for Switch on January 28th and had fans looking for waifus and husbandos everywhere. I mean, uh, the game is taking place in the Hisui region and the past version of the Sinnoh region from the Pokemon Diamond and Pokemon Pearl games. Um, yeah. One second. Much like Final Fantasy, Pokemon games are never final. Because they print money, that's why. They do, <laughs> they do. I will say, I will say, I do, is it Pokemon Battlegrounds, which is like the new, the new like multiplayer game? That's pretty fun looking. I've been watching Wild Spice play that from time to time. No. But yeah. out of Arceus. Ah. Just well, because have... it's not your typical Pokemon game. You have to tell me all the shinies you have. Right now I only have one. Um I'm trying to level up because <laughs> I keep dying. Mm. Um so I'm just at this point leveling up. So I'm not even really shiny hunting. I'm just trying to uh catch them all at this point. Sounds about right. So, what was I going to say? All right. Yeah. 
I totally forgot what I was going to say. Oh, well. Um, skip back up. And we'll mm-hmm. take care of our final story of the night about one of my... I won't say it's a f- my favorite anime, but it's a fave of this season. Uh, Komi Can't Communicate. It's it's a really cute slice of life. So basically, if you if more Azumanga Daiho than anything else, then you're really going to enjoy uh, Komi Can't Communicate. So Netflix has started the English dub for it, and I'm going to have to check it out in just a bit. Um, the anime premiered on TV Tokyo on October 6th. The anime started streaming exclusively on Netflix in Japan on October 7th, which is why that anime was on a weekly basis. Um, we got the anime here on October 21st, two weeks later, with new episodes, and has been streamed, or will be streamed, in over 190 countries. So, basically, and they did announce a season two, and which we'll see later this year, and I can't wait. Now, here's basically uh, the story behind uh, Komi Can't Communicate, more or less. Uh, Timmit Tadano is a total wallflower, and that's just the way he likes it. But all that changes when he finds himself alone in the classroom on the first day of high school with the legendary Komi. He quickly realizes she isn't aloof. She's just super awkward. Now, he's made it his mission to help her on her quest to make 100 friends. Tomohito Oda uh, launched a manga and weekly show on Sunday, May of 2016, after publishing a one-shot version of the manga a year prior. Shogakuken published the manga's 24th compiled book volume on January 18th. Viz Media published the manga's 16th volume on August 14th. The manga also inspired a live-action series that premiered September 6th on NHK's General Yoruda late-night drama block. Okay, I'm going to have to track down the live-action and watch that soon as well. So, to summarize, um, I just forgot her first name. All right, here we go. Shoko uh, Komi, who is our main hero, uh, heroine, who kind of... Who could pass for Reihino's older or younger sister? Basically, is um, she's quiet. She has really bad social anxiety, and and through that, she's made some amazing friends. And Tadano's is out to help her find 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 to make a hundred friends. Basically, in every episode, they do remind you that she does have uh, social anxiety. And you do realize that she gets it from her father because that side of family is quiet because her mom is very talkative. So it's really cute. So please definitely you want check it out. I think you're really going to like Comey Can't Communicate. And now that we got that out the way, we're on the part of the show that y'all know that y'all really stick around for. Uh, meanwhile, in Japan, let's see here. I think I'll take the second story. Yes, slime boy. Comey can't like communicate. Is wholesome. Yep. Okay, that means I get the first one. Mm-hmm. 
And Sia Beery says, wait, a goal of 100 friends? Is this the more heartwarming version of Key to Metal Idol? Yes. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Uh, looks like an elderly man was detained by the police for three hours because he had a hammer in his car. Well, now. Yeah. So, obviously, we... ...or anything like that. in October, much to the dismay of a man in his 70s who was pulled over by police. During the stop, the officer noticed a hammer tucked in a pocket behind the front passenger seat. Suspecting this was a weapon, and thus a violation of the Minor Offenses Act, the officer asked the senior to go to the police station for further further questioning. He agreed and was held at the station for approximately three hours all the time explaining repeatedly that the purpose of the hammer was to break the window in the event he was trapped in the car due to flooding or other disasters. Given the frequency of heavy rain in Japan, as well as the floods and landslides they trigger, that seemed like a perfectly good reason to carry a hammer in a car. So much so, in fact, that specially designed escape hammers are sold that can break windows more easily than conventional ones. This is where the police got suspicious. Mm. The man had a standard 30 centimeter, 12 inch long, one pound wooden handle hammer rather than a certified escape hammer. According to the police, this made it difficult for them to judge whether it was intended for emergencies or as a weapon. In the end, no charges have been placed against the man, but he felt he was treated unfairly, saying it needs to be clearer what kind of hammers are against the law. NHK also spoke with a Minor Crimes Act uh, specialist who agreed that it is too difficult for the general public to understand what kinds of hammers are illegal or not. Online comments from the general public seemed to confirm this too, as no one could understand what the police were thinking in their actions. Um, So today I learned that I can use an escape hammer as a weapon and not be bothered by the police. It took three hours to figure this out. Was it a Gundam hammer? <laughs> um, those escape hammers look good for burglaries, too. Anyone going camping better look out. They have a whole arsenal, and they won't, they don't even know it. Um, effectively, Effectiveness as a weapon aside, the Ministry of Land, Infrastructure, Transport, and Tourism recommends the use of escape hammers over conventional ones since they have been proven effective at breaking windows. Regular hammers, however, cannot guarantee success. Um, However, since anything can be used as a weapon, even escape hammers, it is ultimately up to the police to judge the owner, in addition to the object itself. Um, So, yeah, uh, I... Sometimes they take these things a little too seriously. I hope that he wasn't a magical girl in disguise. (laughs) Because if they took his hammer away, it's going to be a problem. Well, it's not like he was jumping over barrels, you know. That's fair. 
okay. Now, he, now there is an American sports website in Japan that's promoting the Super Bowl with the help of Attack on Titan. So, as it goes, American football is cruel and unforgiving, but it's also beautiful. In the month of February, there's only one thing that, that's fans of that's one thing I meant for fans of American football is getting close to Super Bowl Sunday. Now, this story I'm reading off is is from an author of the site that we use, Living in Japan. So, bear with me. Now, the thing is, she's not ashamed to admit that she knows. Nothing about the world of touchdowns and quarterbacks because she's part part British, and partially because she thinks sports are boring. But is reliably informed that the Super Bowl is a very big deal in the world of American football, as it is the championship match of the U.S. National Football League, which it is true. Up until a few days ago, she had no idea that Super Bowl was nearly upon on them, but thanks to a recent tweet by American Sports News website uh, Bleacher Report, she did not. Know only to when the Super Bowl take place, but when the teams will compete. So, basically, what Bleacher Report did it shows the Bengals versus the Rams. Um, person whoever for the Bengals is on top of the arena, ready to fight, and you had the one person from the Rams just staring upward, and it's basically attack on SoFi. I, 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 I am greatly amused by this, okay? Let me see. I, I'm, going, I'm going to share the link for y'all. You, you got to see this. You got to see this. There you go. Um, I'm going to try to post the link to the image so those of you that are watching can take a look at this. I, I, I'm, just, I, I'm just like, wow. Copy image address. Let's bring this up. No. Yep, this is the right one. Let's see. There you go. There, that's basically it is. Attack on SoFi. February 13th. <laughs> and right now the theme song is running through my head. And I'm like, it, it, it kind of works. It, 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 it kind of works. Now, it does look familiar for some of y'all. This fan art is based off the promo image for the final season of the anime, which we discussed, like, probably about a half hour ago. Uh, Japanese netizens had a few things to say about this, such as, does that mean Attack on Titan is more popular than Squid Game? Yes. I had no idea it was so popular overseas. The fact that over 10 million people follow this account and are seeing this is amazing. Invite the show's creator to the game and sit him in the VIP section. I wonder if the live-action movie was popular overseas. <laughs> mm, it really wasn't. Overseas fans had a lot to say about the image, too, with many commenting how great it was to see anime being referenced in mainstream media. Like, it's crazy how far anime has come. Give a raise to whoever made this. This is absolutely incredible. A suddenly anime-inspired tweet from a major 
America's Sports website may seem a little left field, but this isn't the first time Bleacher Report has dipped their toes in the world of anime, as they did a NBA Naruto crossover video last year, which I saw and I thought it was really good. I, I really enjoyed that. But then again, I believe ESPN has done an anime sports inspired, inspired tweet or Facebook post. I think uh, CNN probably did one. I know I have mentioned this when we talked about anime NYC. Um, if the state of New York has a TikTok, and there's a TikTok, uh, you know about getting the booster shot done in the style of Dio Brando from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. What an age we live in. Ain't that right, y'all? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think if I see something promoting crossed over at Ronma one half like that, I'm probably just going to walk in, turn around, and walk right out and be like, yep, I've seen it all. Oh, man. And now our last story of the night. Yeah, uh, well, uh... I'm sure that many of us in this cold set of months could go for a nice warm Ryukan. However, many of our friends who sport those hot, hot slapping tats, that sexy ink that we know so well, mm -hmm. tend to have problems. However, in this case, Tokyo Hot Spring allows guests with tattoos to bathe with some very odd restrictions. Progress, kind of. People with tattoos not being allowed to bathe inside of Japanese onsen or hot spring is a pretty well-known and controversial issue. On one hand, people want to feel comfortable while bathing naked, and not like they're surrounded by Yakuza members covered in gang tattoos. Mm -hmm. Well, on the other hand, most people with tattoos these days are not Yakuza members and are just regular people expressing themselves through body art. While some hot springs have made small allowances for tattooed customers to enter, they're still in the minority. However, a Twitter user by the name of Sinram recently posted the, a tweet showing that progress being is, may, is being made, albeit in some strange ways. A sign at Thermeyu, an onsen complex in Shinjuku, Tokyo, uh, recently said that they have been relaxing their policy on women with fashion tattoos the english bottom half of the sign reads as the japan tourism agency is relaxing its policies thermay Yu is initiating an experimental policy of allowing entry to female guests with fashion tattoos note that we ask that tattoos larger than 30 centimeters by 30 centimeters or 12 inches by 12 inches be covered by a bandage for men who come from abroad for tourism in Japan, if you present your passport and purchase a bandage to cover your tattoo, you too can use the bath. You may be unable to enter the bath depending on the size of your tattoo, however, so we ask for your understanding. You can purchase bandages at the reception desk of this facility. And then, of course, they charge about $3 a piece for each bandage. Mm -hmm. Note, we must reserve, refuse service to anyone with body art or tattoos besides the type described above. In which case, it's very vague. They don't really describe the tattoos you can have except for the sizing. Uh, so we're going to break things down. 
it seems as if all women, Japanese and non-Japanese, are allowed in if they have a small fashion tattoo. Though they might have to cover it up depending on the size. However, for men, non-Japanese men might be allowed in if they prove they're foreign with a passport and can cover up the tattoo with a bandage. However, it seems like most Japanese men with tattoo are out of luck and don't get any sort of option to enter. Mm. However, it's all a bit complicated. Aside from the unfortunate sexism, what exactly classifies as a fashion tattoo? Is it the size only, or does it, the content of the tattoo count as well? Like, what about a Little Mermaid fashion tattoo? It's not very clear. Others were confused about the choice of words on the sign, such as this being an experimental policy. Is it going to end sometime soon, or change in some way? Also, even though the Japanese and English halves of the sign are nearly identical, the English half makes it seem like this is a change that Therme Yu is happy to make, whereas the Japanese half reads more like, this change is being forced upon us by the Japan Tourism Agency. Still, it is progress being made, however small, ambiguous, and confusing as it may be, and we'll have to see how things go from here. That's interesting. Here are, the, here are some patches to cover up your tattoos so you can go in to the hot spring. Having been to quite a few hot spring at this point, being a tourist, I, I would have to say worth it. I, I um, agree. But it also depends on where, because there are some artificial hot springs. And obviously, of course, um, public bathhouses and things like that. Um, but it's just a matter of knowing the culture where you go. Um, in a lot of Japanese culture, tattoos usually denoted, obviously, Yakuza and gang relations. So mm -hmm. there was a lot more issues with association with that, even if you weren't associated. Um, and, and the way that they handle with a lot of a lot of Japanese culture, unfortunately, is kind of pushing it under the rug, making it so that... No one else sees it, so you're not affecting everyone else in society. So, yeah, that is kind of weird that they're alienating a lot of their own public. But at least they're allowing foreigners, which is strange slash, I guess, kind of limited right now because of the, the shutdowns and stuff. Mm -hmm. I just hope that uh, they'll eventually take care of, of making sure all their public is vaccinated. So even if tourists come, you know, their public's not getting sick. But anyway... Yeah, I would probably still not be allowed in. Because your tattoo is bigger than a foot by a foot? Well, just one how many tattoos I have. Oh, that's true. That's true. Mm -hmm. um, the one on my leg itself would probably be considered one tattoo and not a bunch of tattoos. Mm. So they would probably have me cover my entire leg. At which point I would go, then what's the point? Who's the sexy mummy going to the Ryukan? Mm. It's Mako-chan! <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know that there are some privately owned onsen that don't... That, like, you are able to go in by yourself. Um, it, it's well, more... It, it's more of a... Uh, secluded bath and not a general onsen 
I will I will break into you guys my last trip to Japan. I'm going to tell you my, a little thing about the the best Ryu, Ryuken, uh, the best onsen that I have ever been to. But it was still kind of sad because being a foreigner and a gaijin and being a heavier set lady, the, the, the natives there and the other people staying at the hotel wanted nothing to do with me. However, it basically meant that I got this onsen to myself. Mm. So... Um, it was in this hotel that was Swiss inspired, which is such a weird thing to see Japan do Europe, do Japanese style. So we were staying at this Swiss style hotel, which was like supposed to be like a chalet hotel. And it was in the middle of like early spring. It was still kind of wintry in Japan. And I believe that we were staying in a smaller town. Was this Kanazawa? And we were staying in this hotel, and they had an onsen on the roof. That's interesting. And so when I got up there to use the onsen, it was female only, but I got out into the warm water, and the snow was falling on my little head, and it was like beautiful experience. It was like I felt like one of those little monkeys that's up in the mountains, or one of the capybara with an orange on my head. Mm. I was just happy as a clam. Yes. Oh my god, anime experience. Honestly, yeah. No, um, and I would say if you want the full experience, book yourself a private one. Then that way you and your friends, tattooed or not, you know, you can do whatever you would like to. Literally, they're very, very high-end hot tubs, is what they are. I have stayed at very expensive Ryukens where it is a man-made hot spring, where they filter in the water, and it is not like an actual hot spring, but it's more like a fancy pool. And I have been to the ones where it's like a rooftop anime experience. Um, but that's, yeah, I, I'm happy they're making progress and moving forward, but if you want the experience, sometimes you gotta pay a little bit more. And that's just the culture. And yeah, at, at this point with all the tattoos that I have, though, I would probably have to go to Japan uh, in fall. Um, just because I can't wear shorts and mm. it gets very, very hot. Mm -hmm. And I have them on my arms, so I would have to wear long sleeves. It gets so hot and it doesn't just get hot. It gets ass. It gets humid. I like you can shower and then you're sweating <laughs> as soon as you get out. It was the oh, I would say that when we went, we went in March to um, April and that was pretty good. However, it was very chilly. Like it was still snowing in certain areas we were. So, mm. um, yeah. Anyway, uh, I know we're getting off topic here. Sorry, guys. If you guys want to hear any more about no, my, no, no, my no, trips it's, it's to okay. Japan that I've taken. It's, it's uh, okay, you know. Let me know. And uh, I, I'm just wanted to say that I found the Comey Can't Communicate uh, live action. You know, I can't find it ways to stream from my computer to watch on my TV. But there are episodes on YouTube, so I am perfectly okay with that. 
<laughs> I love our chat. It's just gone off to like their little fantasy land of anime onsen experiences. The Washu Otaku here in the chat mm-hmm. at twitch.tv slash anime gems and saying Sakura blossoms in a cup of sake. Slime boy over here with the gotta confess to senpai under the cherry blossoms and bond 006 over. Did any of them have a backstory of transporting young maidens to another world? I'm kind of happy they didn't because I wouldn't like to paint my teeth black and live in feudal Japan. That would kind of suck. Anyway. Mind you, while you were describing all of that, I'm hearing the theme from Sakura Wars playing in the background because for some reason that makes the most amount of sense to me. (laughs) <laughs> and Bonds is like you were warned not to fall asleep oh my gosh y'all are dangerous see and I'm just imagining Ranma falling in and coming out as a girl oh that'd be so cute uh, you know the first words out of my mouth would be right son of a bitch nope god what? No. god damn it you know <laughs> no it'd have to be Kami damn it yeah Whatever. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> Sir Coy, hey, don't come after my jelly bean eyebrows. I love my jelly bean eyebrows. And as um, soon as one of y'all starts laughing, I will shove y'all into into it. I'm like, now you suffer my fate. Yeah, but if you shove one of the two of us into the same thing, but that, but here's nothing the thing. would happen. Actually, it would happen because I would shove y'all, but it wouldn't be into the same pool that I fell into. You know how that oh, goes. Oh, you're talking about the, okay, you're talking about the Chinese pools that turn, yeah, okay, yeah. I got you. Like, wait, what? Training, yeah, the Training grounds of Cursed Springs, Jusenjo. Isn't that in China, though? Yes. I thought we were talking about Japan. This is well, my... Are. I was making a joke. Yes. <laughs> Yes, she was. Because uh, we were only... talking about hot springs. Yeah, I think the only hot spring I'd want to fall in, I don't know, I wouldn't mind being a duck. Anyway. <laughs> mm. I'd be okay with turning into a cat. Going from one style of laziness to another style of laziness. Okay. Well, I mean, if I'm going to be my own cat, then I'm going to take <laughs> care of myself, obviously. <laughs> You're going to poop in his shoes. Anyway. Yeah, okay. Um, She's going to end up in the shelter somewhere getting no! and, and neutered, okay? Oh, my gosh. I'm going to have my army of cats to attack you. Please. All I got to do is leave a trail of kibble somewhere. You fo- y'all follow just like lemmings. We're going to have to reach out to the useless farm and borrow Karen the emu. <laughs> anyway. Um... <laughs> I think that about wraps it up, don't you think, Renma? Yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> oh, man. If you like the show, tell a friend. Stay in turn, we'll tell another friend, and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So what we like and don't like, we're just going to tell you straight up as we do the show. Um, if you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We're here to believe you. 
Don't forget to visit our website at AnimeJamSession.com where you will find our weekly podcast, uh, anime uh, reviews, cosplay tips and tricks, cosplay interviews, link to our YouTube videos of convention coverage, links to our Facebook page of cosplay coverage, editorials, and so much more at AnimeJamSession.com. And if you like the show, don't forget, you can run any podcasting app and download prior episodes and check them out. You can find our episodes on Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you name it, you can find us there. And don't forget to follow us on our socials, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. That's where you'll find up-to-date information on convention coverage, convention photos, convention videos, cosplay photos when articles are going up, when we're going live, and then some. And don't forget our tip jar down below. There's a link to our Ko-Fi and our stream elements. If you want to drop us a couple bucks in there, we'd really appreciate that. And don't forget bits. You can cheer us on. We love that too, you know? And there's no more auto-hosting, so, you know, if you're a streamer and and we're live, you know, host us. We'd appreciate that, you know? It's the little things, you know? And now um, we're going to go around room. Last words, Mako-chan. I need to actually go to bed now. Last words, Ichigo. Now I sleep. Good night. My last words, ice cream and live action Komi can't communicate. I'm probably going to end up passing out during the third episode or something if I find it in time. But anywho, that is it. End of list. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Ari will be back. Uh, Wild Spice will be joining us. And I meant to say it at the top of the show, but I'll tell you now. Uh, second Tuesdays and third Tuesdays of the month, uh, Wild Spice and Ichigo will be joining us. So we're going to do some cool rotation stuff. So it'll be fun. Come through, hang out. We'll have plenty of coffee, carrots, and cookies, and coffee. So I think that's it. We're going to get up on out of here. So... I'm Ranma. I'm Mako-chan. And I'm Ichigogami. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Night. Sleep well. Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight, Mako-chan. That is perfect. Awesome. We're out of here. See you all next week. Jamatane!